Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Vergecast. Uh, we're recording this, uh, as you may have uh, noticed, on Thursday, October 29th. Mm-hmm. Wherever you are, it's whatever day it is. Uh, so that's great for that's you. That's always true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, infallible logic. Is it? <laughs> uh, I'm Neil Patel. I'm joined uh, today by a crew of, uh, I think, Verge All-Stars, some Verge OGs. Uh, I got Chris Sigler. Yo. <laughs> the always excited Chris Sigler. <laughs> I got Ross Miller. Yo. And then I got Helen Havlack in the hype seat. Hey. What's up? Not too much, Neil. I feel like I stole your entire team last week for the hype seat, so I had to, yeah, had to bring much. you back in. But Helen's here. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of a huge week. Surprisingly so. I don't know if we expected this much, like... These random news bits kind of happen. Oh, and if you're wondering where uh, Dieter is, uh, Dieter is, uh, he's off, he's starting his own new site yep. where he's just going to review uh, old Palm Pilots. And the Priv. Yeah, <laughs> and the Black Ray Priv. Uh, no, 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 Dieter took a little break. He, uh, he's on vacation in Amsterdam. Yep, he's gone Dutch. Uh, yeah. he, and, he and Lisa are just paying for everything separately. Yep. They're like, that's the only thing they know about Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Dieter's on vacation. He'll be back next week. Uh, I will say, um, just me personally, my life is a uh, chaotic hellscape when Dieter's not around. <laughs> I, I, I have no idea what's going on. There's no one, there's just no one to help me. Dieter, uh, Dieter no is one to definitely me. a calming force yes. in the office. And without him, you're right, everything goes to hell. Um, Dieter's probably going to listen to this, so I'm not going to dox him too hard. That is true. But then sometimes when Dieter like, needs to like, let it all out, he just calls me. and like, He just yells at me for like five minutes. And he's like, oh, that's where that side of him well, is. Well, that's the whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> that's the whiskey. <laughs> And he's like, I'm done. Moving on. I'm like, good talk, buddy. I have uh, heard Angry Dieter once in my life and knows about open source. <laughs> Ask Dieter about web standards. <laughs> it's great. It's the, it's the best. Uh, anyway, so we're here. Uh, huge week on the site. Uh, we muddled through it without without our friend Dieter. Um, but we, I, we just a ton of news. Um, mm-hmm. We should start, I think, with the Apple TV, which... Um, I reviewed yesterday, or I put it through review yesterday. Walt reviewed. We also had the Roku 4 review from Lauren earlier this week. Um, and then a couple weeks ago, we did Fire TV 2. Right. So just it's that moment in media streaming, I think. Um, I, I think I've come to the decision that the tech industry, like, they pick one type of entertainment to disrupt and, like, go all in for a minute. And they're like, uh, and they try another. So, like, they did first it was music in, like, the early 2000s. They're like, yeah. all right. And then it's like, well, we screwed with you enough. Now we're going to try TV for <laughs> yes. a while. And yeah. they're like, all right, we screwed with you again. How about streaming music? And they did that for a while. And then those cycles are accelerating. So like, I think earlier this year, it was all about music. Like All we talked about was Apple Music, streaming yep. music, Spotify. Mm-hmm. And that's like calmed down a little bit. Right. Tidal had a concert. <laughs> Tidal had a concert. <laughs> uh, then Spotify did its uh, Discover Weekly thing, and now nothing else matters. Yeah. Right. I mean, everybody I, I know who yeah, uses Spotify uh, thinks that Thank you. Um, everybody I, I know who uses uh, Discover or Spotify thinks that Discover Weekly is like the single most disruptive thing that has ever happened to streaming music or music, period. It's just the best thing ever. Really? Yes. Like people wait for, like people look forward to Monday now because they, they <laughs> do they? Before. I don't know about that. Now Never they look forward to Monday, Monday been more exciting. I look forward to Monday just because Monday is the conclusion of my deep, dark Sunday blues. Oh, uh, mm. well. What are you talking about? The Packers are what seven and zero or six and zero? Six and zero. Soon to be seven and zero. <laughs> no, that's fine. There's but nothing then, to be said about no it one else Sunday. has like a Sunday come down. Uh, Becky and I talk uh, about this like every Sunday. I'm like, what's wrong? She's like, it's I don't know. 
tomorrow's coming. Like it's like yeah. that level of, <laughs> of darkness. Yeah, there is. So you're saying Discover Weekly week. is like yeah, it sort of like reboots your week in a really happy way. What's your favorite Discover Weekly thing that you have discovered weekly? Uh, well, so I don't use Discover <laughs> Weekly. Oh, <laughs> um, I'm I'm the only person still using Apple Music. Yeah, and I will until the day they shut it down. Um, so here's a story about how pedantic and crazy Twitter is. They released those numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were like. Six point five million people are still using Apple Music, yeah. and I was like, "That a seems relatively low considering mm-hmm. Apple's install base, their marketing power, all that stuff." So, like, tweeted um, how many, and I don't think anybody I know is still using. Like, tweeted like how many people are using Apple Music, and like, no fewer than like fifty random Twitter people were like, 6.5 million of us, bro." Wow, like, that is a really boring army. That Apple Music have, army. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could just be like, "Why don't you try to share a song with me, and then completely defeat your army as you all fumble through three dot Hashtag Team Zane. Yeah, yeah. I'm we, just yeah. saying. We, we we got Hot Long Bling first, though. He did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. So anyway, so there's yeah. like the 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 music moment, and I think now we're just in a TV moment. Yeah, but the funny thing is, we are, but. Every single new product that you mentioned uh, that has hit the market in the past few weeks is so iterative, right? Yeah, right. Just, like, disgustingly iterative. Yeah. Um, it, Apple would have you believe otherwise, right? But it's... I mean, it may be later on down the line, but, yeah, what, we're, what we got to new Apple TV right now is not a lot of apps and stuff. Like, it is just the sequel. Everything is a right. plus one on the number. Well, no. That's not 100% true. Okay, well, right? let's talk like about they, it. It's, it's true in the terms of, like what it is right now. But the big move they made was they, the first Apple TV ran a weird version of OS X. Mm-hmm. And then the, the black ones have always run a weird version of iOS. But they're not actually iOS. They can't, there's no app store. There's none of this. So they actually, the plus one, if you want to call it that, is they made it a real OS with, that can support apps and the sandboxing. And like, so that is a big change. Now, that change has no effect on right. using the thing. Right. Except for Siri is there. But Siri is, like, way cut down. It would have been better right. if Siri was just full-on Siri, and you could do Siri stuff with it. Do we know why it's not? Like, why they took out, like, the humor or, like, the Apple Music stuff? I, I don't It's, it's kind of like they just assume you're going to have your phone with you. And I, I think they just want the product to be focused. But it's just funny because it's not Siri. And the idea that it doesn't connect back to your phone or doesn't connect your iPad or whatever else Siri is. Like, mm-hmm. It's a little bit strange. Um, and there's none of that. Like, It doesn't really know about your phone. It's weird that it's running iOS and it's like connected to all these Apple services, but apart from being able to airplay your phone to it, it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't really care that you have an iPhone, which huh. maybe, you know, maybe they want to sell it to people with Android phones, but you would think that there would be some sort of connection there. Right. Um, but, yeah, but that's a big change, like a really fundamental big change. Like in the new remote, which is basically a bunch of iPhone control paradigms right yeah Mm -hmm. siri touch motion like that's that's all the control pieces of an iphone like in the remote and then that thing runs ios so that's the big change but then the actual experience of it is like uh, right right it's a really good roku right the first deck that we had a sub headline my first sub headline was apple makes a really good roku and i was like that's that's a little mean. Like, but true. It, yeah. I got a text from David Pierce. He's like, why don't you just go with Apple makes a really good Roku? <laughs> this, I don't, here's a little more inside baseball. Every time David publishes something or I publish something, we text each other back and forth and call it crap. That's just, that's just our Regardless of what it is. Yeah, I'm like, that's real that's garbage. Like, we edit each other. <laughs> uh, just basically just fuck with each other. Um, that's as far as I can tell. <laughs> 
he published that thing with the Surface Book, and I like I was like, you should have started at the middle and reorganized this whole thing. <laughs> you should. I mean, at this point, you should escalate to Twitter. Just bring this out to the public. We know it's there now. We know it exists. Um, uh, but so, I'm really curious about the Apple TV apps because yeah. you've mentioned a few of them. I haven't gotten. I did pre-order it. Not sure why, but I just had the instinct to hit pre-order and spend money. Yeah. Um, what is out there right now? What is worth actually playing? Um, so there's some game. It's really funny because all the apps are 100% gigantic uh, iPhone apps. Like Periscope is like comedy zone. Like it's just a big iPhone app. Um, but it turns out some of the iPhone games get really fun when you make them huge and you like control them far away. So uh, there's this game, which you can get on your phone right now. Um, it's called Does Not Commute. And like you literally just draw cars and it's a puzzle game. Right. Like you have like, like 10, 20 cars, like make sure they don't crash that yeah. thing. Yeah. It's yeah. neat. Um, so that's really fun on the TV. Um, Jetpack Joy Ride is really fun. Um, Crossy Road. Crossy Road is, is, Crossy, no, Road Crossy Road is bullshit. Like, and I don't understand. Wow. Like, wow. Fuck a Crossy Road. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's, it's, Are you just anti-Frogger in general? No, it's just Crosshair on the Apple TV. It, it does the thing. It does the exact wrong thing with the touchpad. Right? It, where the touchpad is supposed to be like a one-to-one. Yeah. Like we, It's like we already learned this with the Wii. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you don't want to do a swipe that's really an arrow key because then it, you might as well just push an arrow key. So the funny thing. Crossy Road does exactly that. The, the funny thing about that is that it feels like Apple is going through this moment where they have all these new human machine interface paradigms and they don't have a unified way to give them to people 3d touch yeah nobody knows what it means yet yeah this remote for the new apple tv nobody really knows what it means yet or how to use it yeah they're Uh, not doing they're not doing great on like the first party app right they're not there's no apple tv app that's like this is the future like this is going to set the conversation for all all the other and that's true i think of 3d touch yeah where it's like this is the future of previewing links in the web browser but that's not that's not it. Right. right? right. Um, and then it's true on the Apple Watch, which I'm right. not wearing today. You're not Lagerfeld? I've got, <laughs> I've got three dead ones upstairs. <laughs> um, but it's true. Like the digital crown and force touch and all the many, many ways to use the Apple Watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, there's no great – they just have all these new paradigms. And they haven't, they haven't put one person in charge of like build the killer app for this particular paradigm. Right. Mm-hmm. That demonstrates all the ways you're supposed to use these features. Right. And right. what they'll say to you, which is a, a fair, I don't know, a fair thing to say is we want, we don't want to tell app developers. We want to see what the, the they've been saying that yeah, since but, iPad yeah. one. I mean, and with, and, and sometimes that's a really fruitful conversation between Apple and, and developers. Sometimes it's, it's a garbage fire. <laughs> and, and I think um, in some ways the Apple watch is, seen that so what's your favorite app on that thing time it's it's the face (laughs) i'm not kidding it's the face do you how long do you still have your galaxy gear do you ever wear it uh i haven't worn in a couple years it's the original galaxy gear in rose gold yeah uh so it was really fun to wear when no one else had a smartwatch and you control people at bars yeah uh since then it's very big and not all that useful (laughs) would you ever get another one I would get a smartwatch. <laughs> I would probably get a Moto 360 if they made them in like smaller sizes for lady wrists. Yeah. I could get behind that. Yeah, that's so my problem too. So you think that too. the small 360 is still too big? Yeah. Yeah, the th- small 360 is bigger than the biggest watch. Like, and as a dainty wrist person myself, I need the small Apple Watch. Fair. Yeah. What's um, your favorite app on your Apple Watch? Uh, weather. It's <laughs> it's time and weather. That's all I'm I really dying. Use it for. If people are listening to this live, will you tweet at me and tell me what your favorite Apple Watch app? But a native app, not like a. Whatever, right? You know, not one of this, not one of these bullshit apps. A, a real, what's your favorite real native app? Just tweet at me, or 
uh, just tweet anything you want at Ross. He's Ono Roscoe. Yeah, I'll 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 respond. It, it, it won't make sense, tweet but I'll literally do it. anything at Ross. <laughs> Yesterday, Sam Shepard just tweeted, "Please respond." Yeah. <laughs> like he was lost well, in, so it, in dire need of human contact. I, I got a little more insight into that tweet. It turns out that tweet was actually a poll, which I didn't realize because you can't see polls on anything except. Uh, oh. But, but on TweetDeck, it looks like he's just the most thirsty human being alive. Oh my God! <laughs> How many like cries? of desperation have actually been poles in disguise. <laughs> yeah, well, wow. today I, I tweeted burrito. Is that every cry of desperation? I guess it is. But it's a multiple choice cry of desperation. We didn't realize that. Right. Um, anyhow, so yes. there's new Apple TV. Like, if my, my take was, like, if you need an Apple TV, you should buy this one. Yeah. Because it works. They're like, still offering the old one, right? They're still selling the old one. Um, I don't know. Helen, hype check the Apple TV. I think it's equally hype as the Roku. They all seem the same. Yeah, they're yeah. all the same. They all have. They all did the same thing, right? They, they like put a bunch of apps because they can't get the deals to make their own service, right? So like, okay, whatever. And if Apple can't, no one can. Or Apple doesn't want to spend the money, which is, I, I like. I, does anybody else sit around and imagine what you do at Apple's money? <laughs> like, if you just if if you were just minting money, would you buy Beats? Would that be your first move? Because yeah. <laughs> that's what they did. Yep. <laughs> You know, I'd like to hang out with Jimmy Ive more. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Jimmy Ive means like, hey, Tim. <laughs> Thanks for running the company. That's like, a great Jimmy Ive impression. That's really that's good. <laughs> that's, that's really bad. Uh, but like, I don't know. Like, don't you think that they could just spend the money to get the deals? And maybe that doesn't make any business sense. And it probably doesn't because they didn't do it. But mm-hmm. I always just think like, what if I just demanded to make things better and spent money until they were? Which is not an not a good way to run a business again. But isn't that in many ways is, Google's mantra? Yeah. Like they're spending countless amounts of money on projects that don't have any obvious near term profitability, right? Things like Calico. Mm-hmm. Uh the Google car is years Wait, away is from Is Calico the one where they just you'll, don't want you to die. Forever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, how, how much money does it cost to be immortal? Just, right. just keep, just just keep costing the money that way. They're like, all right. There's a scientist somewhere who's like, I, yeah. <laughs> just keep I'll giving me money. You're I'll good. figure it out. <laughs> just a guy in a coat. Just like, I don't. Yeah. Larry Page is like, how much is it going to cost for me to live forever? Scientist is like, I, I don't billion um, dollars. I don't like, he's like, oh, here, I thought it'd be more. Let me write you a check. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, what, finish your thought about Google. That's all I had. That's that, it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like like Apple could presumably pay the money to like start its own over the top cable streaming service. Um, they could presumably not have to buy Beats to get a streaming service and do their own. I mean, yeah. but they, you know, they're they're spending money in very targeted ways and making very, I think, conservative bets on the future of media, which is just seems strange to me. Like this. It's funny because this thing is a, a cube, right? It's, like, not a very interesting shape. But, like, to me, the Apple TV is, like, there's all these constraints and weird little things. And Apple just, like, inflated the existing Apple TV to fill all of the available space. But they didn't actually move any of the walls. Right. I mean, like, slow and conservative is Apple style. It's, like, it's why it's not 4K. It's why they wait so long on, like, USB standards. It's why, yeah. like, all these little, like, things. It's either a proprietary move or if it's a universal standard. Let's give it five years and see like if people actually use it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that also explains why they've been rumored to be doing this dance with Comcast for so long, right? I mean, right. I mean you go back, five, what was it, five, six, seven years, Xbox 360 was doing the same thing. It was an IP-based cable box for some regional provider. So they could right. do that. 
right? And then they would accomplish their goal by sleeping with the enemy. Um, but uh, can they negotiate those deals themselves? All right, I've got some favorite Apple Watch recommendations from the Twitter. Oh. Dark Sky, Swarm, Fantastical from uh, Germa. Anthony D'Ofrio says his favorite watch app is Vimo Golf for string tracking. The runner, runner up goes to Google Keep. You are crazy. What? Wow. If you are using Google Keep on your watch, on your Apple Watch, you are so deep in the tech hole. Like the, <laughs> I, I mean, I appreciate it, and I, I applaud you. Um, calendar, remote, stopwatch, uh, watch face. It's watch faces all the way down. Yeah. People like using Google Hangouts in their watch, but he's using his Zen watch. That was a troll. You just trolled me into talking about the Zen watch. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's fun working at Asus. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what that's like, wow. but I bet it's a good time. Damn, wow. <laughs> Shots fired. The, the first Zen watch was not garbage. The second one seems to be garbage, but the first one was all right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's funny because you start talking about TVs and we end up talking about watches, but it's the same, it's the same thing. Like, it, it's funny how much, but, how much but discussion no... of the watch I cut out of the TV review because, you know, I reviewed the watch and I was like, this is a new platform for Apple. It could do all kinds of things, but they didn't tell you what to do. And then I was like, here's another new platform from Apple. It could do all kinds of things, but they didn't yeah. tell you what. It's like right. they just did all the same things everybody else. But, the, but there is no looming trillion-dollar business roadblock that's stopping the watch from doing what Apple wants it to do. There is yeah. with the Apple TV. Yeah, that's yeah, the right, core difference. Right. It's the name is Brian Roberts, and he's just standing there. <laughs> he's standing there with a knife at the door of the Comcast building. Yes. Um, but, but it's not even – It's Comcast, like, Comcast is not even in the whole country. Right, like it's Comcast and Time Warner and RCN and Charter and Directv. And well, I don't think I don't. Maybe you disagree. I don't think that it's the cable providers that are blocking Apple. It's content providers. I mean, again, Apple has been rumored to be talking to Comcast for a year about just rolling out a box. No, right? no, no, they can no, do no. that. So I, with, I have I have the info. I don't know if that's still true, but uh, Walt on Control Delete told me that he had heard from Steve Jobs and from Brian Roberts that Apple had been approached to make a cable box. Um, for Comcast, that Steve Jobs wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> Brian Roberts was like, of course, to authenticate your cable box, you have to use this cable card and this middleware from Cable Labs. And Jobs was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like the end of the conversation. <laughs> but he just wouldn't use their garbage middleware software to authenticate the box. Yeah. Um, which, f- fair. I, yeah. Honestly, like, yeah. if, if Comcast came to me and said, I would like you to base your business on our software, I'd be like, no. Yeah, I, right. I would rather just be and penniless. Like, by I, the way, that's the same conversation that Apple won with the iPhone with AT and T right. eight years ago, and has never lost since. Right? Like, right. they're still today the only phone maker that they can just do whatever they want with with firmware updates. Yeah. Um, is this a good time to actually transition to talking about phones? Yeah. Should sure. I read? Should I read an ad? Uh, yeah, let's read an ad, and then we'll go into phones. All right. I don't know. If, is there anything else to say about the Apple TV? Open floor. 30 seconds. Helen, final thoughts. I don't know. That's a new hype desk thing I'm thinking. I mean, my TV is like your TV in the review in that it, it's imaginary. So. <laughs> Wait, so you don't have a TV? I don't have a TV. What do you, what do you watch television things on? A laptop. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. You watch movies on a laptop? Yep. Wow. Um, do you have a TV? Uh, I have two TVs in the living room. Wow. The Xbox one and the PlayStation one. 
I don't don't judge me. I feel like I should just have you and Chow on the show to talk about what that's like. That's the incredibly embarrassing. You know, most person. TVs have multiple inputs, right? Yes, but you can't do them at the same time. So someone wants to play Halo and someone wants to play Uncharted. What are you going to do? That's what I said. We should have Chow and Ross <laughs> just talk about what it's like to be in an Xbox PlayStation couple. You remember when play, uh, Sony made that TV where you could see two things yes. from two different angles? I so wanted that. It was <laughs> bad, though. That would have <laughs> saved my relationship. <laughs> uh, well, I. So I. Whatever. I'm not telling you about my TV. It's obviously very cool. I think you all yes. saw it in the review. Chris, wh- what do you have? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna put Neil in blast here. He actually has like a 25 year old plasma. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh god. Now I have a new plasma. What? So what? <laughs> so the Kuro has moved to the bedroom. Yeah. And then I have a, v, a new Panasonic VT60, which I will say looks beautiful. Does not look as good as my Kuro, but it's much larger. So hey, um, the most garbage software. Like, everyone at Panasonic should look at this thing and just be ashamed of what they have wrought. Like, you turn it on, it like you have to, It shows you ads by default when you yeah. turn it on, Wait, so you have to what? turn that off. Um, it has a camera to use a proprietary video conferencing. Like, <laughs> so, like, you push it and a camera pops up, but it's just a release and a spring. So, when the camera's yeah. popped up, that's it. Yeah. You have to walk up to it and, like, tuck it. <laughs> if it had a motor inside to pull the yeah. camera down, I'd be more concerned. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's a very nice looking TV, but uh, literally everybody at Panasonic should not be allowed to make software. Yeah. So, so, my TV buying decision was made primarily by what I could carry up my five flights of stairs by myself. So uh, I limited myself to a 32-inch uh, Samsung, um, which also shows me ads in real time while I'm watching shows. Like, a Dunkin' Donuts commercial will, will come on, and then I get this, like, full Dunkin' Donuts experience on my TV. Oh, my God. And then it stays there for, like, three minutes. It's the worst thing ever. Wait, is every time you turn on the TV? No, it's, I'll be watching a show, and a Dunkin' Donuts ad comes on, and then I get an interactive Dunkin' Donuts experience. That's the future. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's me saying the QVC app is the future. Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. It's like, yep. finally, some interactive TV. Helen just shaking no. her head at me. That's what, that's what <laughs> no. every brand wants. They no. want you to like see the thing on the TV. You want to like, become immersed yeah. in the Dunkin' Donuts. Imagine yes. if while you were watching the Super Bowl, you could just get Bud Light. Pipes directly to you. <laughs> like a motorized straw just comes out of the TV. <laughs> this is Panasonic's dream. There's some guy in the lab, like a string and a can of beer. Just like, I'm going to figure this out. It's a flat screen why keg. Does, why does he have a string? <laughs> Someone just told me, Steve Spence, why is Slack your favorite Apple Watch app? Don't do that to yourself. Mm. I'm just calling on people directly on Twitter. And now. Trello. Same thing. Yeah. Slack and Trello and the Apple Watch are not acceptable. No. Like, fine. City Mapper says Vincent Rubino. Oh yeah, yeah. That's actually I use the City Mapper app. It's good. Um, and Celebrity Oxford Comma says Celebrity Oxford Comma is his favorite app. But that's not an app. That's not an app. <laughs> Look, whether you're designing, presenting, writing, or building, Dropbox makes it simple to work together on any file. I don't know if they have an Apple Watch app, but if you're using that on a watch, like same problem as Slack. I'm like. Anyway, for, what would you do with Dropbox and the Apple Watch? You would just you would look at files, the existence yeah. of files. <laughs> yeah, look at lists of files. Oh, those files today! Thank God, thank God, I interrupted this conversation rudely. Over four hundred million people around the world already use Dropbox, and now there's Dropbox just for your business. Dropbox Business helps you work the way you want. All the things you love about Dropbox, enterprise-grade security, administrative controls. You can help your team work together on any file type on any device, presumably uh, watches, simply and securely. There's customizable sharing controls like expiration dates and passwords or shared links. And Dropbox for Business enables your entire team to work they want on any file from anywhere. Um, this line says, please ad-lib what I like best about Dropbox. What um, do you like best about Dropbox, Eli? <laughs> yeah. uh, 
you know, I, it's comforting to me. It's just there. It surrounds you. You're wow. enveloped That's... by the Dropbox experience. <laughs> yeah, I never think to myself, I can't access my Dropbox. Yeah, Unless I'm out and about just rocking my smartwatch. And then I think to myself, <laughs> I wish I could confirm those files are there. Well, but with no, the Apple Watch app that we don't know exists, you yeah. can. Over 100,000 businesses already use Dropbox for business. Uh, Dropbox business, it's all yours. It's is good, there, is there a, a promo title. code? or <laughs> No. <laughs> I, just, I just read this stuff and try not to screw it up quite as badly as I always do. <laughs> Okay, so let's talk about some phones. So, okay. Vladerview, the HTC A9. Mm-hmm. Actually, Helen, I'm gonna. This is your time to shine because Helen is still using a Galaxy S5. That's true. Which no, is... it's an S2. Helen's got to fascinate. It's real. It's real. It, it is. It is older than Caitlin. Wait, wait. Is it? <laughs> it is. Is it an unbranded S2? Because that would be a rare commodity. Uh, well, uh. the S the S2 was objectively like better than the S3. Wow! Shots fired. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Tell me why. Uh, I I have I have this opinion that the even numbered Galaxy uh, phones are always better. Wow! Th- this is some Star Wars stuff going on <laughs> <Yeah>. right here. <laughs> yeah, the Galaxy S three had really bad battery life. It just like didn't feel good. It felt very plastic. Galaxy S four, big upgrade. Yeah. Galaxy S five. Uh, it's been great. It also looks like someone chewed on the corner because <laughs> I keep <laughs> dropping it. Uh, so I'm looking forward to upgrading. And sadly, I will be getting, sorry, Samsung, I will be getting a <laughs> Nexus 5X. Are you really? That's wow. what you're doing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I'm going to ask you if, because we did the A9, which is basically, yep. Vlad called it the Android iPhone, which is true. Yeah. Um, and then we have the Droid Turbo 2 here, Yep. which... <laughs> no. it's so much fun to do uh, which is shatterproof uh yeah what the moto x force is that the international version was announced this morning i don't uh, know i'm out of that world man <laughs> chris tell me about the coolest uh, bugatti currently available uh actually bugatti does not currently make a car is it shatter- they have no oh. models what? Yep, because the Veyron is out of production and their next model is not released yet. Tell me about um, uh, San Diego Chargers kicker Josh Lambeau. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that was a, just like a long build-up. No, he, well, he, he got so excited about Josh Lambeau that he texted me about him. When he, when he saw him on the field. <laughs> oh my god, that was great. He, he missed a kick in the Packers game. I was like, oh, Lambeau missed again. I can't get anything. It's right. Not a sick Lambeau. <laughs> No, <laughs> or he was, or he was, or he he was, was a sick, sick Lambo. Yeah. Anyway, so Helen, you're, why why the why the Nexus? Uh, I like stock Android. Yeah. Uh, right now, I'm running like Apex on top of TouchWiz. It's not great. Yeah. I'm looking forward to getting stock Android. I've never owned an iPhone. And you're I not going really, to. And I yeah. I don't really want one. I'm I like I don't know what to do without the back button and the menu key. Yeah. It's right. just and I'm I'm really good at swipe. Swipe is my favorite thing. Yeah, like, swipe is good. Yeah. I am unable to type without swipe. From what I hear, it's still somewhat buggy on the iPhone, although yes. they take third-party keyboards. So uh, I, I bought my first Android phone because I wanted swipe, and yeah. I thought it wow. was a fun toy, and that's been what's kept me on Android. But doesn't, doesn't stock Android, for several versions now, they've had their own version of swipe built into the stock keyboard, right? That's true, but I've been using swipe's keyboard. I may, I may revisit that, but I have been using the actual swipe keyboard. Mm. Wait, why five and not six? Why not do the big phone? Uh, it's really big. I feel like I can't use it with one hand. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it's really pretty. Like, it feels great. It's really beautiful. 
Uh, but I think the 5X is like a better size for my yeah. hand. I also like being able to put my phone in my back pocket, even though that means it's constantly falling on the ground. But So you should get that. What's going to happen by the end of this is I'm going to convince you to get a Droid Turbo 2. Uh, and then I'm just going to whip this this one over across the room. Don't, no, don't you mean a Droid? <laughs> this was coming literally before the show started. She said, please don't throw that phone in. <laughs> <laughs> what, what carrier are you, are you on? I'm on Verizon. So I can oh, get Verizon. the Droid. Okay. So you I, well, I was thinking about getting the Moto G because it has really long battery life and it's pretty indestructible. I guess the Droid Turbo 2 is pretty similar. Yeah, we should go through yeah. it. So Ross, you want to take us through? Uh, I can't. Chris, can you pass it back just, to me? It's, it's under some crap. The, fine, the phone is gone, fine. Ross. Yeah. I mean, so right now we have Jake reviewing it. So I sold mm-hmm. Jake's phone for this. But essentially, it is the Moto X, only now it's... Wait, is that Jake's personal phone that you've been throwing around? Yeah. No, it's the review unit. <laughs> okay. Well, it's Jake's personal review unit okay. right now. Oh, how long uh, about the phone? Thanks. You don't have to gently put it down. Just throw There's it. There's nothing gentle about yeah. the phone. I, I will say that we've been tossing around just viciously now. Yeah. Um, and the sides and back of the phone are totally scuffed. Yeah. Screen. Have you, did you shatter it yet? No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so basically it's a more powerful Moto X. It's yeah. got a, new, a newer Snapdragon, but the big thing, of course, is that it's shatterproof. Yeah. It's not stab-proof, apparently. I was told not to take a knife to this. Yeah. But it is shatter and drop-proof. Is it fireproof? Can you light it on fire? I, no, Can we find here, out? it's shatterproof, <laughs> so it's got like five layers of like glass yeah. and aluminum. Right. But I will say the, that one of the things I like best about new phones is how tightly laminated the display is to the cover glass. Oh, yeah. And this is just a huge step backwards. <laughs> like, you can, it, it's like, I can never break this, but this screen is five inches away from my finger. You know, like, yes, it, it is a very strange and it's got like a weird I'll let Jake do the review, but it's got a weird parallax. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm just really picky about screens. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're more cognizant of that screen here than you are on things. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's that one. And I, it, I just think it's funny that droids still exist. Am I crazy for, for thinking that it's funny? Like that Motorola can be co-opted into giving one of their best devices to Verizon every time and being like, this is, here's a droid. Well, I think Motorola is in that awkward position where they don't, I mean, they have so little brand leverage that like, they just need to do whatever carriers tell them to do. And they have this enormous ongoing deal with Verizon. Verizon is so big that they probably don't even know or understand how to stop making droids. It just <laughs> There's a contract somewhere that someone signed in 2009. It just keeps happening. And so Motorola keeps getting money for them. I mean, yeah. this one has like this awful Verizon check mark on the front. But the old school one, too. Yeah, it's not even the right logo. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here, phone. Done with you. Huh? It's so stressful to do that. Every time I do it, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to hear that sound, and this is the time it's going to shatter. I'm actually – I've been wondering why more phones aren't waterproof. Shatterproof is like – I get yeah, it. Yeah. But, like, why aren't more phones waterproof? Like, they should be getting tougher now. Like, you know what's waterproof? The Galaxy My S. Galaxy S5. Is it? Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah, that was the one where they made the ads where it was just, like, people, like, holding them yeah. under sinks, right? Yeah. Yes. We did some photo shoots in a pool. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. Wow. <laughs> uh, Man, I just, it's going to be sad for me to not see you with that case on your ass. Like, it's like a real part of like the Helen experience is like the, the, the old Samsung gear. The old Samsung gear. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. Um, and then you're going to be a Nexus person. You're going to be all high and mighty. Yeah. Yeah. You'll be walking and around with your stock Android and mediocre camera. <laughs> yeah. Jeter will still make fun of me. Chris will still call it my Galaxy S2. Oh, yes, nothing, I will. nothing will yep. change. Nope. <laughs> Uh, Dieter has been changing phones so rapidly lately that for a while I just couldn't text him. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've had that experience, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just couldn't. It it's was... like, will it be a blue or a green bubble today? Yeah. Let's find out. No, it, literally for a while, it was like, my phone was just like, you know what? This guy? <laughs> too hard. Like, <laughs> will, will not send. <laughs> I get that with Dan, too, actually. Yeah. Because he, yeah, he keeps going back and forth, too. I am. All right. So then we should talk about the A9. So yes. that's the Droid Turbo 2. I mean, it's a Droid. I... I would be shocked. Actually, tweet at me about this. W- would you even? Would anybody out there consider buying a Droid Turbo Two? Like, the shatterproof thing is great, but like I think what pe- the last Droid people really liked that I encountered was the Max. Right, the battery life crazy is great. Life. Yeah, but now you can get that. Right, isn't that the the Moto X something? I'm sure it's like the Moto X longevity or something like that. <laughs> I have. Uh, I don't know offhand. Um, I mean, it's, it's Chris, fine. Chris just tweeted, no, I would not. <laughs> he told people to tweet at you. Thanks, yeah, thanks, thanks, Chris. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Literally, no one is responding to this question. Usually, I say no. tweet at me, and people just endlessly tweet at me. They don't know what to think. But I was like, like tell me if you would buy a Droid Turbo 2. And everyone's like, I'm going <laughs> to with, with, withdraw that information. Yeah. I, you know, the, the one thing that sucks about droids, the one thing, the one and only thing, <laughs> is that they stopped with the Maxes. I thought that was like a really cool and innovative thing they did. Like, yeah, if right. you want to go ahead and take on the burden of a thicker phone, you can if you want to, and you get the better battery life. And when we say thicker phone, isn't like, it's still probably thinner than anything from three years right. ago. Right, right. Yeah, um, yeah I, I wish, I, I don't know why the entire industry has coalesced around this notion that it is okay to have a phone that it, you're going to stress about making it through a day with. Like, by, eight, by 7 or 8 p.m., if you've been using your phone a lot through the day, with any phone on the market, basically, yeah. you're going to be mm-hmm. stressing. Yep. yep. Uh, and there's no reason for this. Make the phone a half millimeter thicker and fix the problem. Well, the industry decided, instead, we're just going to make a bunch of ubiquitous USB batteries, start making them look a little prettier, and people will just yeah. pocket those as, like, the spare. For 60 bucks. Yeah. yeah. 60 yeah. bucks. Oh, there's a Droid Max 2 coming out. Oh, there is? Oh. Yeah. One person said they would buy the Droid Turbo 2. I would buy the Max. Yeah. All right. Well, tweet at me. Tell yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so then we should talk about the A9. Yes, um, the iPhone. The iPhone. So we, the A9 was here. We, so Vlad reviewed it, obviously, in London, but we had one here, too. Mm-hmm. It looks, and I, we, this, we should talk about this. Right. Yes, like, HTC did the aluminum design first. Yes, they did ugly antenna lines first. Yeah. But, but this thing is an iPhone. It's like... <laughs> It's like they like the way to prove that you were the first innovator is to not copy the person who copied you the best. Right, right, and it looks exactly like an iPhone clone, like exactly, uh, except it's a little bit crappier and like in many ways. Right, some of like the button placement seems a little like off, almost like a manufacturer's defect. Yeah, like every all the ports are just like all over the yeah. place, and the the camera is just, like it's in the middle, you know, like. I'm I'm pretty convinced that HTC has been backed so far into a corner at this point that they're just they're actively trolling, and the, <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. Like they're like, you know what? Screw you, Apple. We did aluminum first. We did antenna lines first. We're just gonna go go ahead and make an iPhone. F it. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, and I I have a sort of a, a perverted respect for that. Yeah. You know. Right. Well, they ha- so the theory that I've heard, which. Uh, Whatever. I don't know if it's true. I honestly don't know if it's true or not. Is that Apple and HTC signed that patent deal a long time ago? Mm-hmm. And so that there's no restriction on them just copying the iPhone? Wow. Huh. Because otherwise, Apple just, like, of course, Apple would, it looks exactly like the iPhone. Yeah. yeah. But if they have, like, a licensed Apple's design patent, so you're like, yeah. Well, they, they yeah, can. Yeah, we did. They yeah, can too. <laughs> but, but Apple also knows from experience at this point that what will end up happening is 
five-year-old phones get barred from sale, right. which is what happened with Samsung. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're never going to be able to play Galaxy yeah. Fascinate ever yeah. again. <laughs> <laughs> the Fascinate's my favorite one. Like, of all of the phones that came out, like, the Verizon Fascinate was so obviously the one that was designed for Verizon to have an iPhone thing. Yeah. But that was before they launched the iPhone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh god! That was the one. That was the one that it was just like Samsung. You know what you're doing. Yeah. Like you know, you know what you did. <laughs> like the one. What was the one in AT and T? The Captivate. Yeah. God, the Captivate was like dope. Uh, the, oh, there was an Armani version of that phone. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. The Captivate was really cool. Yep. Uh, it, it was like squared off. It looked really neat. Mm-hmm. And the, the the Fascinate was like was an iPhone. What if, yeah. just, what, if what if we made an iPhone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I remember all four carriers had different named versions of that same phone. Right. What was your first phone, Helen? Your first smartphone, modern smartphone? It was the HTC Incredible 2. Ooh, wow. that's a good one. Yeah, it was a good phone. And you know what? If HTC had stuck with removable, removable batteries, yeah. they may have tempted me away from the Nexus, but nothing has removable... Eh, I can't even say that word. Removable batteries anymore, which yeah. is tragic. Wow. Wait, yeah. wait. Uh, this does. No, something. I always carry an extra battery. It's amazing. Something still. Well, has what we're learning on the show battery. is that Helen is the deepest phone nerd on our <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the deepest. Helen is behind the iVerge hashtag. <laughs> Helen's the ringleader. She's our own personal gamer. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Ouch. Oh. Ouch. Ouch. Sorry. Well, Ouch. it's on. It's on the sheet. I'm, I'm the front <laughs> lines of like dealing with iVerge. <laughs> Even my brother does nothing when he sees me except say iVerge every 10 minutes just wow. to mess with me. Wow. And I'm saying, what if, what if you, what if, what if that's you? What if you're a big boss? What? <laughs> what? what if you're big boss? It's just a Metal Gear reference. Yeah, Don't just, worry about yeah. it. <laughs> that's cool. I'm just saying, what if there's a shocking twist? Yeah. And you are all of our YouTube subscribers. Wait, wait. There's only one, there's only one way to solve this. Hype check Iverge. Ooh. Can Bust. she do it? Bust. All right. No, wait. That's not even... Okay, yeah. whatever. We'll let oh, it yeah. go. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Real we'll let it brand go. pollution. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, I was, Sam. I was looking at YouTube comments on the on the Apple TV review last night. And yeah. Definitely, like people were like, "Who's this guy?" And one guy was like, "He's the CEO of The Verge." And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> that's what I am." You're big boss. <laughs> yeah, big boss. <laughs> that's it. I am the CEO of iVerge, as it turns out. <laughs> of course, that's what I am. All right, wow. let me read one more. We should talk about Sapphire. We should talk about some other yep. stuff. Chris, uh, is there more stuff to say about these phones? I feel like a lot of other stuff happened this week. I I have nothing else to say about these phones gonna be real with you we should talk about the tokyo motor show a little bit maybe i feel like a lot of other things mm-hmm. happened this week it's been and a week yeah it's it's like been a crazy week and there's just that i when we have these crazy weeks it's like i my entire focus is like i'm gonna think about gadgets because they'll keep me safe <laughs> <laughs> nothing can go wrong here um all right let me read this thing and then we'll that's this one. Oh man it's our friends Oh, yeah. It's our friends in the cloud. <laughs> Software delivers a cloud built for integration. <laughs> this is so wrong. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Your business, applications, and computational workloads are unique. So you deserve cloud services that meet your specific needs. 
I can't. I honestly can't keep doing this because <laughs> I don't know if I can say the words provisions dedicated servers in that voice and not lose it. Software is one of the only cloud providers that provisions dedicated servers and virtual servers, otherwise sent to the public cloud, from a single seamless platform. All of this is on demand. All of it's connected to the same open API. All of it's connected to a global private network. This allows you to scale your workloads up and down quickly. That would have been really bad in the voice. And have ample space <laughs> for your storage-intensive tasks. SoftLayer, as you well know, is an IBM company. Duh. Uh, in fact, SoftLayer uses uh, IBM uses SoftLayer as its cloud infrastructure foundation for everything in the IBM cloud. So even if you're not looking for infrastructure, and honestly... Who isn't? Duh. I yeah. mean, as CEO of the iVerge, I yeah. can tell you that every day... <laughs> I think of all infrastructure needs. You can benefit from SoftLayer uh, when you use IBM stuff. So all of our listeners have the opportunity to get $500 of cloud infrastructure by visiting softlayer.com slash podcast. You can order bare metal servers. You can order virtual servers. You can get storage, networking, bizarrely candy apples. Uh, it's weird. Um, and SoftLayer has 24 data centers around the world. Uh, all of the servers and services are connected to SoftLayer's unique network of networks, which separates public, private, and management traffic. So all of uh, those networks and all the traffic to and from your cloud infrastructure is more efficient. You can also automate and control your cloud infrastructure with a granular API uh, or on the easy-to-use software customer portal. You can also just walk outside, scream at the sky. It works. <laughs> Old man yells at cloud. It's cloud. <laughs> it's amazing. Why aren't you sinking? <laughs> Separate my management traffic. Uh, it's really weird at data centers across the country, actually. People yeah. are like, I got to go fix the cloud. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's the worst joke. Uh, yes, just please, God, visit software.com slash podcast. I'm assuming, by the way, that many of you constantly are buying software stuff because they keep coming back. So uh, thank, so you, thank so you so much to software.com uh, slash podcast for existing, for software, for just putting up with this, uh, and for you for consistently buying $500 worth of store server storage network and security on a cloud built for integration from software. Can we talk about clouds for a minute? <laughs> uh, the, uh, the the runway blimp, I think, really captured our oh, imagination. Oh, God, the loose blimp. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's been uh, such a week. Th- did we this, cover the runaway blimp? We, we did. did. We did. And there's okay. this picture of it crashing the in Pennsylvania. This just it's this it looks like a Led Zeppelin like album cover. Where it's like <laughs> there's there, there's just this like it's at this weird angle and it's just coming, it's bearing down. <laughs> <laughs> and it looks terrifying. And it did, did actually, uh, all kidding aside, uh, take out power for 20,000 people. So That's not good. No, it's not well, good. Someone, so I was, I was busy with the video crew making the, uh, the Apple TV video. Tell me, just let's get into the, blimp? the, the blimp? alert response of the blimp. So where did we first see the blimp? Do you know? I'm assuming it popped on social. It, I, I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think I saw, yeah, it was, uh, it was on Twitter. There was a fire department somewhere in Pennsylvania that said, if you see this blimp, call 911. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Like, let's, I want to TikTok of like how yeah. the Verge newsroom responded so to a runaway blimp. Chris has, yeah. a sl- has a Twitter alert for all things blimp. So yes, was- yes, and and <laughs> it was an, an APB for this blimp. Call nine one one if you see it. So uh, so we did a little investigation, found out that it had come off its tether and yeah. was it had become a rogue airship. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that like an official? Yes. Like, yes. That's like that was the president's rejected Secret Service name. Right. It's rogue like, when, yeah. When, when the president is aboard the plane, it's Air Force One. When he's not, it's yeah. rogue uh, <laughs> So I, wait, isn't no his Secret Service name is Renegade? Is it? So Bob's really? Secret Service name is Renegade. That's a good name. Um, yeah. It's his chubby brother. His name Rogue Airship. <laughs> <laughs> 
um, that takes me back to uh, in the last Republican debate when they were all asked to to say what their their Secret Service name would be, and some were, like some of the I think it was Ben Carson didn't even understand the question. Right. He said some, uh, but anyway, um, so yeah, this this rogue airship was traversing the the Northeast mm-hmm. and. Uh, and then it came down, and uh, <laughs> and the internet yeah. was done being captivated <laughs> did, for the day. Did it come down by force, or was it just no? Like, I think it just naturally just got tired. Yeah, just, <laughs> it had like, a really good Twitter account at Aberdeen Blimp. Oh, really? There yeah, were a you lot could follow of it on Twitter. Yeah. Twitter accounts. Did they yeah. like shoot it down? No, I think it just no. came down. <laughs> they they wouldn't shoot it down in a way that would cause it to take take out twenty thousand people's power. I don't think. Right. Mm. Um, I've checked the blimp. Hype. Hype. Yeah, great. Hype <laughs> check the blimp and the runaway goats. No, llamas. They're llamas. llamas, llamas yeah. the runaway llamas. I no, mean, no, we, one, no one cares about a goat that runs away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, llamas are cooler than goats. Yeah, for sure. They have longer necks. That's the Verge cast. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. It's just, you know, it's weird to miss these things that captivate Twitter. It's, right. We always say the internet, but it's really just Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Right, it's really just the the tiny number of people who use Twitter who are right. like, "We're the internet," and it is a tiny well, number. Twitter's earnings this week: sixty million. Oh, yeah. monthly active, and they're not anyways. growing at kind all. Of stagnant, yeah. yeah. It's funny because I was just say tweet at me if you use Twitter, but I mean that's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know how to solve that problem. How, why do people use Twitter? Why do we, Why do you have Twitter open? Um, because that's where news breaks, right? I mean, our our news team uh, relies on Twitter uh, to do its job. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I think all I think all news gatherers have like made a social contract saying we're just going to put it on Twitter, let everyone know what's happening. But you don't really get like a lot of response other than that. Right. And, you know, being narcissist, it's like, oh, you're talking to me. Yeah. Well, Twitter's one of the few like real time. Right. I don't know. It's great during the debates. Things, it's great yeah. during like baseball games and stuff. Well, to bring it all the way back to the, the Apple TV, one of the things I said was there's not a single app on the Apple TV that actually enhances watching TV as much as just having Twitter open on your phone. Right. And I think that's actually one of the biggest challenges because um, all the idea of convergence in the 90s, and I've had like virtually every one of these boxes, right? I've had a web TV. I had, that's where the IR blaster, that's my deep genetic hatred of IR blasters <laughs> came in. Um, so we had a web TV. We had, uh, oh God, we had the original TiVo um, at a Windows Media Center, which was just just never worked ever. Um, I had every Google TV, which was a stupid idea. Um, just down the line, I had a boxy box. Do you know what kind of drunk idiot you have to be to have a boxy <laughs> Wait, box? You had in your life? Both boxies, didn't you? Oh, the boxy box and the box. The boxy TV was such a bad product that I couldn't review it. That's right. Um, and I, like, I honestly didn't know how to begin the review of the product. Like, it is a box. <laughs> boxy made it. <laughs> It does nothing. Like, there was nothing to evaluate. That sounds like, objective. It's just like, but you know, because they're like... Yeah, yeah. Like, like, how would you review a car with no engine? Well, <laughs> technically any, any EV doesn't have an engine. Yeah. God damn or like, you know, like the Flintstone mobile. <laughs> um, no, but like, but like, if it was just a car, it was like the shell of a car, and you got in it, and other people whispered ideas to you about movement. <laughs> like, that was the boxy TV. <laughs> I will say that, that the, the boxy box to this day still has the coolest industrial design of yes. any yes. device ever. Yes. It's like a sinking cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is what the it's very metaphorical, was. actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the one. I mean, like, I'm just saying that the, the the living room space is like it's been such a disaster for so long. Like, 
Logitech almost stopped existing. Yeah. Because they made they the CEO of Logitech was like, you know what? We're finally going to do it. We're going to partner with Google and we're going to put crap under your TV, running some fork of Android. Yeah. And, and it, then it you, almost destroyed the company. Within like six months, you could get Logitech's Google TV thing for like ten bucks at Best Buy. Yeah. Right. And they went all out. I actually. Um, Here's a little window in my personal life. I have been sternly instructed by my wife that uh, this weekend is the weekend in which my office will be, re- like, all of the old gadgets will be removed um, because it was just, like, out of control in there. Uh, and one of them, like, she, like, showed it. She's like, she's like, what the fuck is this webcam for a Google TV? <laughs> and she's like, there's no value here. Uh, she, I don't think she knew it. She was just like holding a box. She's like, what is this? And I was like looking at it. And I was like, I can't even begin to explain to you why we have this product. In our home. Um, but so all of them, like over and over and over again, uh, like they're trying. So like in the 90s when Microsoft, it, it almost as always Microsoft, they're like, we're going to put a PC under that TV. Mm-hmm. And they would fail. But none of them had to deal with, with the fact that you had a phone in your hand. And now that you've got a phone or a tablet or a laptop, almost certainly with you when you're watching television, it's even harder to see why you want something interactive on your TV. Well, so right? the, the closest thing to being what I want, and you're going to vehemently disagree with me on this, is uh, Xbox Snap. Because the, the, the problem is that they, they never used it for anything useful. There's still, correct me if I'm wrong, Ross, I don't think there's a Twitter app for Xbox One that works with Snap. There's like, a- there's Twitter integration that lets you upload video clips. But like game clips, right. but you, there is no timeline that you can snap to to the side of the. But display. that's also begs the question: Why would you want to read on a big TV? Because then you have that second screen experience without having to hold the phone or the tablet, right? It's just that you see it, it's like scroll by. But that's just is like, what if I was the idiot who controlled the cryon under the television news? Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, I would rather but, like look at my phone than put it down, like watch TV. Yeah, like but, what would you put over there? The, your Twitter Twitter timeline. So if you're watching the VMAs, you okay. don't have to have to look at your phone and you know post your quip. You can you can just say Xbox post quip. <laughs> and then and the Cortana auto generates a quip yeah. based on your groans. <laughs> yeah. oh, Cortana, take two mildly relevant topics from the news, craft joke, mash them together, post to Twitter. Now that's the future. Yeah. <laughs> make me funny, nice. <laughs> please, God, Alexa, make me funny. <laughs> Um, oh, I haven't done this. I've been meaning to walk into my door and just say, Alexa, help, and see what she says. Yeah. <laughs> she's always there. Yeah, All she it's... really can do is set timers and uh, yeah. play Wilco. That's pretty much what I ask her to do. It's uh, remarkably useful. I, uh, I have it integrated with my Hue system, so it can control my lights. Oh, oh that's Oh, fine. we didn't get into this. So Chris uh, is dumb. Um, We've gotten into that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not new. Uh, that's... No, and, and this is and, no, but uh, I think it's safe to say if you've been listening to the show mm-hmm. and you know our, our long shared history, I love Chris, love working with Chris. Chris is so wrong about the mm. Harmony remote mm. that it, it, it it's like threatening the fabric of our relationship. Mm. Because he posted this review to our site that was a like glowing review of the new heart. They finally got it. Ah, it's great. I, I control never said, the hue lights. I never said they, like they finally got like it. like a disco world at home. <laughs> changing colors for his harmony remote. I never once said they finally got so it. So I did. I, I, I had this like weird, well, how do you pronounce it? LifeX? LifeX? It's, what? I have a weird Wi-Fi light bulb that I never Oh, installed. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was yeah. like, so I bought the Harmony because I was like, I got this Harmony one. The battery's dying. Yeah. The, the paint is rubbing off the front. I mean, this thing's like garbage. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to buy the new one because Chris says it's good. Yeah. 
I sent it back. Like immediately <laughs> sent it back. No, it is garbage. What are your specific complaints with it? Okay. Let's go through them. It is not a remote control. It is an attempt to hack everything in my home with a weird Wi-Fi hub and shitty software in the form of a like a black plastic box that sometimes has some relationship to a remote control that is badly designed. But that box is your friend. It- <laughs> My friend sucks at his job. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so the, the box is very important. Um, the hub, the Harmony the hub. The Harmony right. hub. This box is important for a couple reasons. Um, one, it makes it so you don't need line of sight to any, any of your devices. So if you want to hide them behind a credenza, for, for instance, which many of us Top do. Top of my list. No, no, no. I got to get a credenza. <laughs> one, acquire a credenza. Uh, so Two, okay. hide everything behind it. Uh, not only does the hub itself emanate IR in every direction, uh, so it can control a lot of stuff without, without needing to get a signal from the, yeah. from the remote. You can do that. But it also has two ports for IR blasters in the back that you can string wherever you want. Yeah, hmm. that's the future. Um, <laughs> that's great. Um, uh, but on top of that, the Elite, as with the Touch, or excuse me, the Ultimate before it, also has an IR blaster on itself. So you don't have to blast through the hub. You but can... you, need, you can't not have the hub. Right. The, correct. And the hub and the software associated with the hub and the iPhone app and the you cloud back end, <laughs> all of that is You trash. never have to touch the iPhone app except to set it up. Then you're done. You're done after that. You're done. The iPhone app is one of those apps. And I, uh, uh, this is it. This is a hard Verge editorial stance. If your iPhone app Hasn't been updated for the iPhone 6, and it still has the gigantic menu that. bar. I'll give you that. Your yeah. company is stupid. I'll give you that. And yeah. you should be out of business. <laughs> I will absolutely give you that. That's that is fair. It's a hard fact. Mm-hmm. It means you hate me. <laughs> <laughs> you hate your customers. You hate your... Come on. Anyway. So so I set it up, mm-hmm. and I like try to turn something on, mm-hmm. and it, like, go, it screws up, and, and then I push the help button, which is what you're supposed to... And then it's like... Reflashing your remote from I, the Harmony Cloud. The last thing in the world a remote control should do is connect to the cloud to figure out how to turn my TV on. <laughs> that is not that is not acceptable. So a couple things. I, I'm a logi- <laughs> I'm a I'm a hub veteran because I had the the I'm logi- a hub veteran. I had the- <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. I, I had the Harmony Ultimate beforehand, which uses basically the same hub. Yeah. So that sync will happen uh, occasionally <laughs> at random. But it is not. Uh, it doesn't happen every time you hit help. You just ran into a bad situation. You had a bad moment. With yeah, and then I put it back in its box. <laughs> I sent that bad moment back to Amazon and received my three hundred and fifty dollars. If you had spent, and then I had a great moment with my three hundred and fifty dollars, <laughs> where I considered it in my life. I, look, I, I think first of all, I will admit with you that the har- the, the, the the remote situation in general. Alan is not convinced but, by you. Hype check, hype check, Harmony Don't, Elite. Don't get her involved. <laughs> She's not wait, wait, No, I didn't even ask you. No, no. no rewind, rewind, rewind. I didn't ask you. <laughs> you can't take it back. Um, look, I will admit that the remote situation in general is desolate. Yeah, it's terrible. It's yes. the only one you can buy. It's the only one you can buy. There's, there aren't that many good. There's things you like You can also Peel. buy used Harmony Ones. Mm-hmm. On Amazon, the hub eBay. is the, uh, the. I mean, the the dock is too big. It's long. It's got <laughs> a not. long dock. <laughs> the, 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 this one has like a cup. Yes, it's the cup is better. Idea. No, the, the cup doesn't take up it's space a on your. Cup. The cup takes Helen up no space. Helen is never coming back on the show again. 
There's no space required for the cup. Lots of space required for the long dock. All right. And that. Stop saying long dock. <laughs> I'm just saying. Stupid rock. If logic, I'll come, I'll, come, I'll come to your house. Wherever you live, and I will help you make a better remote. The logic the does not house. have a home. Clearly, yeah, no, it's like because a- they made this garbage remote. There has no sense of how people live. Build a house, Logitech. I'll come to it. Uh, I will say that that our um, our our review products manager uh, William Savona, uh, good friend and coworker of ours, uh, bought the Elite at my recommendation. Yeah. Um, the first one that he bought was defective, so he sent it back. Uh, he uh, had it replaced. The second one was defective, so he sent it back. Uh, and he's currently waiting for his third one. Are you sure it doesn't work so, right? Yeah. He just has good taste. But he keeps getting it. No, he says the hub doesn't work at all. So I mean, actually, which is also be, yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, you might be right. I was. It's. I, I do find it interesting that Apple did not even try to make a universal remote. Like, yeah, there's nothing about the Apple TV remote that, um, that pre like it just assumes that you have other remotes, right? Right, they have the volume keys on there because they know that you, if you're using Apple TV, you probably want to change volume. Yeah, it's like if you ha- if all you had was a television and the Apple TV, it could be your only remote. If you never watch anything, cable else. channels, yeah, yeah. right. Um, <laughs> but otherwise, yeah. But it's funny because uh, I actually like, got into a fight with Apple. Like I was in the briefing and I was like, "Why doesn't it have a power button?" And like we don't need a power button. Every- we'll just turn on your TV with HDMI CEC, which is a fine, although idealistic answer. And mm-hmm. I was like, "But." Most people don't have it, and they're like, most people do. And I was like, wow. Okay, so I get home, HMI CEC, garbage standard, doesn't work well. Doesn't work with my receiver and stuff. It got to the point where Apple was like sending me pages of my receiver's instruction manual. (laughs) 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 So walk me through. So like, whatever, like rebooted it, like reset it. It worked for a little bit. But fine, so you can get it all to work. But then what happens is it's a huge touchpad with a button. So it's super easy to click. And if you just accidentally click it while it's lying on your couch, A, everything will just turn on, yeah. which is not a good thing. Or if you're watching something else, it'll just switch you to the Apple TV. Oh. It's like a Trojan horse. It's like always lurking to be like, Apple TV? Yeah. Uh, which is why you have a power button, because that allows you to choose to turn things on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, would, I suspect the next version of this thing has a power button. It can't, it can't not. Too many people are going to be annoyed by how this thing behaves with CEC. Because it just wants to fl- like if you have it around, you will accidentally push one of its buttons. I welcome I welcome Apple's involvement in the universal remote world. If they if they put their mind to making universal remote, it's never going to happen. No. Yeah, no, but the Apple TV remote with a power button and a couple extra buttons would be eighty percent. What of the extra way there. buttons? And then, though? How what many about to like a adding? hub that can blast IR in every direction <laughs> and control your hue lights? Oh, that's a really good oh, idea. No, all right. So that. <laughs> oh my God, Helen's here. Helen's like she can she can engage. Usually it's like Nicola who's like, I don't know, look at The Verge on stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Engage. Yeah. Well, so you can follow The Verge lots of places. Um, you can follow The Verge on Snapchat, The Real Verge. You can follow The Verge on Periscope at Verge, Twitter at mm-hmm. Verge. Uh, you can follow us on YouTube at The Verge. Subscribe. Tell them about your, uh, your Instagram situation. Oh, yeah. We just broke 200,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, we are about to pass. Some of our rivals on Instagram. Mashable. Mashable. Mm-hmm. We're, we're Sam. We are, I'm sorry, we Sam. Are, we, are only, we are only 4,000 followers behind Mashable right now. We're growing at about twice the rate. Yeah. If you follow us on Instagram, at Verge. Also unfollow Mashable. Me, 
You will help me. You will help me in this quest. Wow. If any of you can find 4,000 people to immediately unfollow Mashable and follow The Verge, that would be choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually, it would only have to be 2,000, technically. But but actually, 2,001, because you really need to, like, not tie. Sorry. (laughs) We're like, this is like quantitative shots fired. So that was The Verge cast. Uh, And I'm saying, uh, (laughs) we've broken some phones. (laughs) We've broken some hearts. We... (laughs) <laughs> We're going to crush Mashable. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, hit us up on iTunes. Um, please rate us. Uh, also check out Virgie SP with Emily and Liz. What's Tech with Chris Plant this week. It's on Minecraft, which is fun. Uh, and Walt and I actually, uh, con- the new episode of Control Walt's Elite is up, uh, or should be up by the time you're listening to this. Uh, Walt and I actually talked about Apple TV for uh, about 45 minutes yesterday. We went really deep on it. So all that's at iTunes.com slash The Verge. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I need to thank Braintree for sponsoring today's episode of The Vergecast. Braintree gives you a full-stack payment solution, uh, support for all payment types customers might want. You can start accepting Android Pay, Apple Pay, PayPal, Bitcam, Bitcam, Bitcoin, Venmo, cards, whatever's next, with a single integration across every platform you have. There's superior fraud protection, customer service, and fast payouts, so check it out for yourself. Visit braintreepayments.com slash Vergecast. Uh, get some money in your pocket. Uh, that's it. Rock and roll. <laughs>